Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. This is Pitch Please, the show where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. This week... Tom, Google Rat King, that'll interest you. It's nightmarish. Oh, God! Oh, no, that's also fucked. I don't want no, no rats. Welcome to Pitch, Please. Dick and balls. <laughs> Dick and balls. My name's Alex. Uh, I'm joined by developer Chris from Foggy Box. Oh, I've got to turn you down, Alex, but hello. <laughs> I'm joined also by developer James from Catastrophic Overload. I'm going to turn you up. Hi. I'm also <laughs> turn you joined... On. By Thomas the Ideas Engine. Hello, my ears aren't bleeding from how loud I have you right now, so I also need to boost you. Uh, I'm sorry about the dick and balls. Uh, I'm not, we're not going to do over, though. Uh, we're just sticking not, with it. It's not for you to apologise. It's for me to apologise, <laughs> and I won't. Well, there we go. Dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, fantastic. So I've got something that I want to share. We'll go straight into it. I'm just excited about this one. No foreplay. Straight in. Dick and balls. <laughs> hey, what up? Dick and balls. <laughs> Do you ever get those ideas where you just like, not necessarily a game like for pitch please or whatever, but just where you have an idea you want to write down and you're like, oh, I'll just, I'll just write this down. I'll note it down quickly. It's going to take 30 seconds. And then it just keeps snowballing and you realise you've just been doing, you've been writing it for like an hour or something. No, uh, I'm not really dedicated to anything. Uh, well, I, I, did, I did that. Uh, <laughs> and Wait, was this during a, uh, a, a, a COVID dream? Uh, no, but it was full on during work hours. Okay. Uh, oh, right. Oh, so you spent wow. an hour not okay, not working. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> however, I came out. This is with, feeling like work. Uh, two pages. <laughs> wow. Two pages. In what format is this written? Is this is this bullet points? Is this or is this two pages there of just just block text? There are multiple oh my sections God. of bullet points. How long do I have to be here for? I've got shit to do. <laughs> Look, I, I'm get, we're gonna we're gonna get through it quickly because a lot of it is. I think it's been done before. The whole thing might be shit, but I was so excited when I finished <laughs> the it. Tagline of this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been done before. Yeah. 
I am so ready for someone to that, that you finish reading after 30 minutes, you finish reading this two pages. And then Chris just says, oh, have you ever heard of planetary annihilation? It's that. I did that to myself. <laughs> and then you just hear it come. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you the first line, the elevator pitch, right? Single line. Okay. All right. Come Tim, in. Timberborn, but with European folklore. Visual style. Oh, for fuck's Ostrich sake. Crossed with Armello. All right. So immediately. That's not a pitch. That's just listing four games. European folklore is in a game. Uh, it's a great one, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> right, I'll lay off there. But you, again, you've just, just. We just dive straight in with this game, but it's a different okay, time period. Yeah, right. It's not. Okay. But it's, it's not really that. That was just like how I was trying to sell it if it no, was in two a, more if games. It was in on top of it. No, there, were two, there um, were two more games as well, <laughs> admittedly. But all right. Well, so, let, okay. let's jump into the amazing and exciting world of European folklore, shall we? So I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you the first, the first section. Okay. A settler style town builder, right? We're all familiar with those. <laughs> okay. Another one. Okay. <laughs> You are a colony of moles, right? You've been, oh, you've been pushed okay. out from the underground, from your molish kingdom, by some vicious mm -hmm. badgers who are looking to wipe you out. They're eliminating moles, because that's what badgers do. They're, they're, they're bastards, right? They just they're kill everything. Yeah, yeah. Everyone they're knows fuckers. what badgers are like. Um, right. So we've all been you, on the wrong end of a badger before. <laughs> you've been exiled. You've been that famous saying, bad day with a badger. Awful day. Mushroom, mushroom. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So anyway, you've been exiled by badgers, okay? Yep. As mo moles, you are now outside in the wilderness. You arrive on the edge of a gigantic magical forest. And in order to survive, you must use its resources and face its dangers. Okay, so okay. there are multiple phases of gameplay. To begin, four of them. You have to establish your town using resources from the from outside the forest. Okay, you okay. have a certain yeah. amount of time to do this. X time, mm -hmm. as the creatures. Yeah, X time. X time. As the creatures are there who force you exile. So the badgers sort of are going to be pre preparing to launch another attack. They found you. They're coming. Uh -huh. You have a certain amount of time before this is going to happen. Okay, right. So right, yeah. Once you've launched this attack, you, you, have, like, you have to be ready to defend, basically. So mm -hmm. the whole point of this phase is, phase is to encourage like, certain kinds of buildings, like focusing on high damage output over in defense, maybe over thriving as a community. Okay, so building walls and turrets. I am lost and scared. Can you give me another reference point? I, I can give you one. Uh, kingdom, kingdoms and castles. Okay, I was going to say they are billions. This game sounds like, but with moles. Yeah, they, they are billions, actually. <laughs> Could be a bit like that. Yeah, they are billions. Okay. There are billions of badges. <laughs> right, that's the title of the game. It's just called, well, the title of the game is the word badger, but repeated a billion times. <laughs> okay, so that, that's one phase. Okay, and then, but then also, once you've gathered enough resources, you're able to send a scout into the forest. Okay, the forest mm -hmm. is bountiful but dangerous and the purpose of the scout is to discover information that can be used by other kinds of units so explore and exploit yeah exactly yeah so you're exploring this whole new world um that uh, you have no idea about moles don't go into forests uh let alone magical forests okay so there are multiple mm -hmm. things in this forest you can do you can mark locations for outposts um oh so you can expand you can expand you can mark sites for undiscovered creatures uh, which can be studied for 
scientific that, that you can exterminate yeah sure if you want it are Why you not? picking up what i'm putting down here what destruction the, just killing four, everything the four, no for the 4x the 4x expand okay, right, exploit uh, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah and then you can <laughs> <laughs> you can mark uh resources to be used and mined and used to, mm, yeah. to, ex- to exploit you might say oh and he is picking it up you can mark potential areas for uh for new communities to actually create new new areas right but the but the overall yeah. idea of the forest is that it doesn't it doesn't want you to be there okay so the forest is the dangerous forest itself. It's actively doesn't want you to be like there like every, around every corner is some kind of danger Anyway, that's the basic idea. You you are on the edge of a forest. On one side, you've got badgers coming for you, and on the other, like the best way to escape from them is to go into the forest. But the that's forest dangerous that hates as fuck. The, the forest doesn't want anything in it. It wants you know. It doesn't want people coming in or or moles. Anyway, that's the that's the basic idea. Um, aren't moles famously subterranean? Yeah, yeah. But you've been exiled. You can't go underground anymore. The, the badgers the are coming for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Badges. Are, I mean, they don't have to be badges. It can be something else. Uh, is their Worms. eyesight good? <laughs> moles, no. Maybe no, that's, they why there's a, that's why there's a fog of war, because they can't see shit. Oh, so you have to go no, and explore right, to right. uncover like the fog of war. The scout had like a one in a hundred chance that there was a mole born with good vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean that, that could be part of like That could be a research thing, right? Maybe you have mole scientists. Maybe that's the first... <laughs> research that's the first... Um, <laughs> You That's the first magic they discovered. Dis- moles. So what we've got yeah. here is that we've got uh, genocidal badgers and eugenics-based yeah. moles. Perfect. And also a forest that hates you. Yeah, but basically the idea is that, like, you, in order to to thrive and to survive properly, you have to be able to go into this forest and explore it, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's very dangerous. Are you under constant attack from? The badgers. So your your outpost is that's on the edge of the forest is constantly being attacked. So you're managing not only defense but also exploration. Is that the idea? That's the, yeah. So what the idea is that well, in my head at least, it can be it can be whatever you know. But uh, my thought was you have a you you have a certain amount of time until the badgers attack. Like it'll be waves, or it'll mm. be, or maybe it's like um. Yeah, like in X weeks or X days, there's going to be a wave of an attack. And so you have to try and build up this community and build up the fences whilst also deciding how many scouts or how many resources to want to put into exploring the forest, because that could give me more, like give me more things I can then use for defense in the in the city or research or whatever. Would your like base, as it were, eventually move to within the forest, or is that just gonna forever get better is it always a case of going into the forest and bringing resources out or are you trying to go deeper into the forest so that was another idea i had which was which is what the phases come down to is that like once you've managed to successfully defend i don't know whether this is cyclical or whether it's just linear but i thought it could be kind of cool if you then have to survive <laughs> like the moles have to survive winter <laughs> so the, right. the only way to do that is to or, or some other thing basically the only way to do that is to go into the forest so you have to survive you have to create another town or another community in the forest uh, so mm. you're getting pushed deeper into there basically um mm. and maybe it's a case of like 
you only you only need to create a temporary structure or base to survive there during the winter and then you can come back out to your main main town or something i don't know i don't know how this would work but i thought i like that idea of like eventually you're gonna have to go in there you're gonna have to take you all your people in there um mm. for a certain amount of time what's the how do you win is it just uh survive 90 days and then you win grants or are you know. trying I mean, to reclaim a chunk of land or do you eventually go and attack the badgers yeah <laughs> like, you get yeah, good maybe. enough to mount yeah, maybe a response you fight the badgers, but yeah i don't know whether it's like whether it has like an end goal or whether it's kind of like a city skyline star thing where it's just hey i'm just building stuff and uh, i am just trying to constantly maintain this balance between between needs or whether it is like a a Civ style thing where you're like, you know, you have an end goal. How are you imagining this in your head looking? Is it like Rimworld? Is it like Age of Empires? Is in it my head, it like looks like Armello. Star? Do you know Armello? That's the only Armello. reference I didn't get. Uh, that's the only one I Armello did get. Armello <laughs> is kind of, kind of like Root. Have you played Root? No. No? Uh, Armello is kind of like a significantly small scale a significantly small scale uh sieve i guess where you're a mm. hero of a particular breed of animal from oh, rabbit and and bunny person to fox and wolf and rat um and you're you're traveling the land trying yeah. to i guess overthrow the the mad king in the center by gaining heroic points or gold or whatever else yeah um no, I don't mean hex-based, so, so, like I just mean visually, kind of like a top-down, you know, you have units that you're moving around, but not necessarily hex-based. Like based. oversized units, so like, I think that's how Armello is, you've got characters yes, that are bigger. Yeah, they are giant yeah, yeah. on the map. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just imagining they are billions, and I'm going to be honest, I'm struggling to separate they are billions but with animals in my head. Um, <laughs> they, are, they are badgers. They are badgers. Um, because, I mean, yeah, They Are Billions is you start as two or three different units with one headquarters building, and then you build homes, you build walls, you build turrets, and then every certain amount of days, a wave of zombies or whatever they are come and yeah. attack you. And as you, as you progress, you realize, I need more defenses, I need more people, I need more gold. So you expand your borders out. After mm. scouting the land, looking for resources, or you find some resources in the distance, you're like, well, I need to expand my base to go all the way up there. So you clear out that land, you build an outpost there, you defend it. Obviously, you're going to need more people to keep up with the resource cost and down yeah. with the gold cost and all of this stuff. And it is, I mean, it, it, it's a wave-based expand, explore, exploit, exterminate. And the game is the game ends when you eliminate the main base in the top right corner of the map or whatever it is um and so what's what's this <laughs> if not they are badges well i mean like maybe that is maybe the kind of the base gameplay is very similar to to they are billions I'd like but it's like I, I suppose in my head what i really like the idea of is that division between the outside world and then having to go into the forest, which is completely different visually and in terms of like f features that are in there as well. Like mm. I feel like having like this clear division between a like a town builder 
kind of thing, almost kind of like just quite a relaxing town builder uh, on the edge of the forest. Oh, uh, well, relaxing, except there is the ever looming <laughs> presence and badgers. threat of the badger <laughs> uprising. <laughs> yeah. Um, or maybe, like, maybe it doesn't even need badges. I don't know. Like, is is that is that just the kind of the original setup? You've been exiled or whatever. You're on the edge of a forest and you don't need to worry about the defense. But I think, like, what I really liked about it is you are on the edge of this forest and you have to go into this dangerous place in order to progress and to to research and to grow. But by doing that, that is that is naturally going to be a threat. It's going to be difficult to do. And at some point, there's there's some kind of external pressure that is forcing you to do that you need to be able to go in almost like timberborn i guess where you you know you have the looming presence of winter coming is this somehow kind of like turn based or is it just like you just free form you just go for it and there's x like you said you said x time but is there like you've got a number of spaces that you can explore or a number of actions that you can take or is it just i'm just gonna it could, it. it could be like I hadn't imagined it as turn based. Um, mm. I'd imagined it as just like a countdown time, like you know, you have so many days be- before this event happens, and time passes, you know, an hour every second or whatever. I but, I can't help but get like classic uh, like Command and Conquer or Age of Empires kind of vibes, where you just go, "Hey, go over there and explore that," and then you'll come back to them later. You, you, right. I don't know how much how much am I focusing on this scout character versus how much I'm focusing on the the base the, itself. The scout thing, like I really like, I want it to feel like a real. Um, like when you first send the scout out into the forest, it feels like a whole new experience. Of you just have this one guy or this group of you know, like if it's the equivalent of a civ scout or whatever, going out into this whole new world and you're exploring loads of like uh, that should be a really big part of the game almost like mm. um have you ever played a board game called above and below i think we've played it tom before yeah we have yeah so kind uh, of, yeah, kind of like that which is that's like a what well, is a board game it's like a deck builder isn't it you basically build the town but then in order to get money to purchase new buildings and things you have to you can have the option to, to send your people into the underground below and whenever you do, yeah, and that plays out like a text adventure kind of thing in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, and um, you, you have different interesting cool. events happen and stuff. So I suppose that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to tap into. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely love the balls in a pitch, the Peter Molyneux esque balls to say, "I want this to be a brand new experience." <laughs> uh, like no one has ever seen when the scout goes into the forest, people are going to lose their fucking minds. Uh, don't know how. They look rich for the same. It's a magic forest. It's, it's we'll pretty. It uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's up to you guys. That's up to you fucking nerds to figure out. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess a city builder um, at, at its core on the on the very top end, but you're relying on sending things into this dangerous forest. Um, I guess the danger is in, in a city builder. You know, you you spend. X amount of turns or X amount of time building a scout, they go into the forest and die immediately. Mm. Is the rest of the game just wait for the next scout to be born so you can send them out? Um, like, how boring is it if 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 stuff just goes wrong uh, right. very quickly uh, when they go into the forest or however that plays out, and then you're just like, well, uh, 
Oh, well, you just, you just <laughs> yeah. have to kind of like wait around for it until you can yeah, score another scout. Yeah, I'm just waiting for another scout. Yeah. Or do you get, I don't know, do you get four scouts instead? And you go, all right, um, pick four directions off you go and then deal with that. Do you always have to have one scout? Could be more. I mean, you could you could totally have more, like. But I suppose is that is that part of the decision that you're making? Like, do I put resources into making scouts, or do I put resources into building my my town up? Yeah, mm. but also, like, how reliant are you in 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 the construction and development of your city? How reliant are you on the scouts? And if you send just one scout out, for example, mm. and they just get nothing, then you're just like. Uh, uh, I guess uh, I can't build the town hall and I can't, as a result, my people are unhappy and as a result, there's a riot and as a result, my game is lost because Scout got like a 10% yeah. luck. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't send a Scout into the forest at all, if you just were like, I'm just going to, I'm never going to do anything, I'm never going to touch the forest, then you're basically, it's kind of almost the equivalent of staying in the first age in civilization where you're just... Right, You're okay. just kind of sitting there, but not doing anything, like not progressing. I was just looking at how many, uh, they're called pups, how many pups moles have when, yeah. it's between <laughs> two and five. Okay. My favourite part of this is this whole, you know, all these moles working together to build uh, cities and the... Just the first line is, moles are solitary creatures. <laughs> they come together <laughs> only to mate. <laughs> oh. oh okay. Moles avoid each other. <laughs> At any cost. <laughs> and males fight fiercely if they meet. <laughs> so it doesn't say anything in there about moles and badger relations? Um, I'll, Great I'll friends. Keep, I'll keep reading. <laughs> They're the best of friends. Often seen moles riding on the back of badgers. I mean, badgers <laughs> are fucking brutal. They 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 attack anything. They'll attack people. My uh, auntie had a a terrier um, that went down a badger hole and never came out. <laughs> Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! Yeah, they're brutal. Um, oh my god. Hey, hang on, what, what no, was well, the Eastern... Well, well, what if he just chose to join the Badgers? You're assuming <laughs> the worst yeah. He's trying to. <laughs> they, they took him in. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Although, in this game, a, a army of Badgers led by a Feral Terrier would be oh, kind of cool. Yeah, I'd be into <laughs> that. Like, just Badgers that have been raised by one Wolves. very angry, small, vindictive dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> an absolute bastard. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. Anyway, um, what was the Eastern folklore element of this? Is there some kind of story about badgers and moles? No, no. I suppose I'm just thinking of kind of like a magical forest with, um, you know, like treants and fairies and goblins and dryads oh, and right. okay. stuff like that in there, like maybe some trolls or I guess like almost kind of Tolkien-esque or the kind of thing you might expect to find in a forest. So, so even as a solitary, extremely solitary, and very blind mole, mm -hmm. you're up against <laughs> elves and fire giants and... That's why you need everything you can get. ...mythical yeah. creations that are significantly stronger than you. Yeah, absolutely. Everything's God. against you. It's hard. Chris, <laughs> I'm just here with a badger update. Um, yeah? Yeah. Badgers, one, can gallop... Between 16 and 19 miles an hour. Fuck off. Fuck off. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, coyotes sometimes eat badgers and vice versa was the part of that sentence. <laughs> really oh my God. Um, they, American badgers and coyotes have been seen hunting together in a cooperative fashion. Oh. 
So right, they team is, up with this other is giving animals. Giving us ideas, right? So you've been able to team uh, up with they, other things. They, they do, they do move in herds. No, they use they, <laughs> they things called sets. Oh, okay. So you don't have waves of badges. You have you have every sets. ten days another of set badges <laughs> led by a coyote. Yeah, or even um, like as the game progresses, like you're thinking, oh, these badges are fucking brutal. The speed they're moving is much faster <laughs> than I expected. But trust me, do your research. It's not game breaking. Well, it, it's thematically true. Badger. As in, like we have the European badger, which is the one probably we're all thinking of. There's like the American badger. The honey badger is the big one, right? The honey badger. The absolute badger they, they go for your. They go for your testicles. Well, that's like the <laughs> like end game sets or end game waves is all honey badgers. It's all honey they'll, badgers. They'll fuck you up. You have uh, the, but like somewhere in the middle, you've got some genitals. coyotes as well. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, they yeah, can join. join they could join the army. Like mercenaries. Um, yeah. And they're slightly faster, and they're, they're like the quick and nippy ones that you have to wipe out quickly before they get into... Well, actually, saying that, how fast does a coyote move? At this point, I, I mean, just want to have an entire podcast of animal facts. <laughs> I'm going to find <laughs> out. How fast does a mole move? That's what I want to know. Yeah, good well, point. Overground or underground? Wobbling free. Wobbling free. Oh, I mean, <laughs> over. <laughs> At this point, it's over. speed. <laughs> That's what I'm googling. It's gotta be. <laughs> he travels at 40 mole miles per hour. So the What's maximum a mole mile? speed <laughs> of a mole is four miles per hour. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Wow, okay. I mean, so, if the badgers so, are chasing like a, them, then it's like a yeah. swift, it's like a swift a quarter walking. speed. Yeah. Um, but the moles have but, strength I mean, for in numbers. The scale, that's quite, you know, for the size of them. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's nippy. I mean, you're going to have to make some really fucking strong alliances, though, as a, as a mole. Um, maybe that's what's to in stand the forest. A chance. Maybe that's one of the things you need to do because it doesn't all need to be. So, I suppose when I, when I mean the forest is like against you or doesn't want you there. I, I suppose I just mean like it's a dangerous, unknown place. There are lots of things that will attack you, but there are also lots of like straight, like in that game, like in the above and below we played, you know, sometimes you will come across things that can be potential allies that might even come back with you to camp. Okay. It's all about that kind of going out on an adventure and having like a new experience each time. I'm just, why would anything join you? I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on the mole or anything. But you are. You're one mole, and yeah. you find some ancient, like I don't know, hippogriff or something. And you're like, please, please I know I'm on my own. I attacked and killed all of my male friends. Uh, where have you gone? I can't see shit. Follow me. I, I, I am gonna try to go as fast as I can. <laughs> And it oh. takes you like seven days to get home. The hippogriff's not going to bother. Can the mole mount the hippogriff? I will. Oh. I will say there is a sentence in here for the coyotes. Uh, one that says, "Coyotes may be picky over the prey they target. Animals such as shrews, moles, and brown rats do not occur in their diet." <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
so coyotes right, not in the army this, okay, okay this is a this has to be a kill. fantasy world yeah obviously moles are building towns together um, <laughs> but I more feel like mostly that's because the first conceit you need to get over the fact that moles can build anything <laughs> yeah, moles can build and they're working together and i feel like anyone playing the game is like well coyotes have come right, to eat me I, no 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 i'm not going to say we're going to attract any mole experts okay but, <laughs> no, but that's fine. Like we don't need we don't need the mole experts. The reason we have moles is just for a reason to have fog of war. That's the only reason. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're not. Mole. What if they were badgers instead? And that, now we actually have well, something that's kind of cool. The moles I mean, are coming yeah. after, them. and the moles are rising up out of the ground, literally. I guess you could have, yeah, you could have like the units that you recruit start from the standard, the European badger. Uh, and it's just this apparently incredibly fast um, badger that can do just a little bit of damage. But as you progress through the game, you suddenly unlock honey badgers and you're like, oh, fuck, I've won. I've basically <laughs> won the game. For, maybe to try and get off the animal topics and back onto the game. It's like, well, there's something... I, no, hang on. I, we need to get a strong theme in here that is rooted in, in fact. In, oh, it's got to be factual. I mean, how can we have be. moles build anything and it be... Anyway, right. Look, <laughs> the thing that I find quite interesting is this idea that you need to move your town into the forest. We haven't really talked around that too much. It's like, can you kind of use the forest to to trap the badgers and like it, you're saying that the forest is inhospitable you trying to like you're trying to get the forest on your side the badgers are still going to try and attack your town can you like oh if i set up my city my little town in this area of the forest i know that there's the hippogriff as we've already discussed who will come out and protect us you know it's like it, it, do we need to I don't know where this is going. <laughs> where this is going. <laughs> yeah, but I, li I, I like the idea of moving into the forest. How yeah. And then there's like a cost to do that. There's like a risk to do that because you might open yourself up to further attack. You need to make those relationships with the forest folk. I think that's it. Yeah. Like making those relationships with the forest in terms of whether they're friendly or non-friendly whether it's like safe or dangerous, whether you can make alliances or, you know, or enemies, like just encountering and exploring the world of the forest and tapping its resources in a way that, that helps you grow and thrive as a community. I think that could be really cool. Like I really love the idea of just like, maybe if there is somewhere that you can befriend certain things, like there are certain intelligent creatures in there and there are others that are just like, you know, trolls that don't even speak and they're just aggressive on sight, but you might get dryads who actually you can converse with and you can trade with or learn from and that's where it becomes interesting to me is like the, the the trading idea the idea that like okay to win over this mythical uh fey creature you need to offer them something so yeah. you go and explore another part of the forest and you find the the wampa fruit or whatever and then you give it to the thing and you start making these connections that you can then bring the strategy into it. it's like okay we've got a pretty good relationship here Let's move in, but they're not very good at fighting, so they're not going to bolster our town much. Yeah, but may maybe there's environmental factors as well. You'd be like, oh, it's up on a cliff face, so we can like defend that a bit better. I kind of like the idea of just the roving sort of town thing. I think there's a there's a particular race you can play in Endless Legend where they don't ever 
it, which is a 4X Civ-like game in a fantasy world, and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, in in There's no moles. They're, they're like the roving caravan class, and you put the city down, and at any point you can just pack up your city and move it across the map if you want. And it's really cool, because um, if you suddenly find a load of resources further away from your main uh, capital, you're just like, well, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to pick up and move over there. And it's great. You've now got access to these things. But maybe, I I mean, I'm kind of imagining FTL in a sense in that overworld map where you pick a point and you can see the Federation slowly sweeping across the map. And if they catch up to you, you have a very difficult fight and you have to break away from that. Mm -hmm. Maybe something like that where you to avoid the wave of badges or whatever whatever the fuck they are now <laughs> you can just pick up your entire city or settlement or whatever and just pick a new place to go to and you can see like it's got this resources here and you're like ah oh, fuck i've i've got all these buildings that rely on these resources it's going to be really difficult to land there and you know have this city be as powerful as it was but if I go there, I now have access to these resources so I can build new buildings. And I guess over time, you start constructing bigger and better buildings that have different resource costs and whatever else until eventually you make a final stand at the end of the map where you've got this mega city with all these allies that you've made through all the stories as you dot across the map to then fight the badger wave. Uh, <laughs> at the end. And every time you unfurl your settlement, you then place the buildings again in some grid-like fashion and try and make your city as effective as you can in every place you land in. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. It's just what animals are in there, because if this is not rooted in fact, I'm not playing it. (laughs) (laughs) I I really like that idea, wait, because that's the thing. I was struggling with two things about it, and the first thing was like I didn't really know I, I really liked the idea of you having to move, basically, go into the forest at some point, but then not actually having to, like, just leaving the town. It's like, what do you do with it? So the, do you have to go back to it or is that, but then is that shit if you just leave it and then come back to it later? So it makes way more sense that you are, like, traveling and you're able to just pack and unpack. Um, then also, because it was like a, like a building focus kind of game, in my head I was always worried about it being, um, like, having a definitive ending. But I guess that's fine, right? Like I think it's in a, in a, in the same way as like they are they are billions lets you place buildings. It's not a city builder. Um, like maybe you have adjacency bonuses and whatever else that makes the city run better, but it's not a city builder. It's all strategic. You know, you're placing things for a purpose and for a reason, and to boost your resources, boost your economy, whatever else. Um, and if it looks pretty, great. If it doesn't, so be it. It's, 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 it's serving a purpose. Yeah. Um, but maybe in the, in the time when you uh, land in a place and you have to then place all your buildings again or whatever else, um, you can send scouts out to, to try and spot future places for you to land at. Um, and if you don't, if for whatever reason you're like, fuck, I've completely run out of time, I haven't been able to send anyone out, then you just wander blind into the forest yeah. and you just have to deal with whatever place you land at. Mm. You're just like, oh, I, shit, I either got really lucky or really unlucky uh, with this place I've got. Or some story event happens. It's like, because you didn't scout this, you didn't know the dangers ahead of you, you've lost like 
50% of your population trying to get to this place or whatever. And it's just, fuck, I'm on a massive back foot here. Maybe I can recover, maybe I can't. And you retry. Um, that feels I mean, really good to me. It feels like it's I'm a little together. worried. I feel like there's a lot of games we've done recently. Like, since we've avoided the deck building and <laughs> yeah, yeah. since we uh, broke out of XCOM, I've realised the new theme and it is that <laughs> that um, you start at one point <clears throat> and <laughs> you can pick multiple different paths to go down until you get to the end. <laughs> like most games that we've done in the last few months have had that. Um, and presumably the, uh, the forest is, you know, procedurally generated or randomized in some way. So oh, that, 100%. You know, it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe the combat is done over... Uh, a entire planet in an XCOM style and you're actually mechs. And you've got a series of cards that you can draw for your combat and you collect those cards throughout the... Yeah, but what if forest? it had <laughs> cards, though? All right. Just Chris, real quick. Chris what Pop if it did... But, oh, come on! <laughs> what were you going to say? You thought you were going to say one, something. I, I, I laughed a minute ago and Tom, I think Tom noticed because when I laugh, Tom starts laughing. Um, is yeah, that I'm I, just I, easily influenced. <laughs> he, I, he, how long did you speak for? Because I heard none of it because I was reading about moles and toxins <laughs> that they have in their saliva. Uh, well, okay. si wait, so, wait, hang on. Since the last time you spoke? No. That was like 15 <laughs> minutes ago. I, have been yeah. down a I do not want to admit. He's been in a mole <laughs> hole. Wrong, oh my animal. God. Wrong animal, but I have been down a rabbit hole of information. <laughs> Don't make uh, a hole. mountain out of a molehill. No, what mole facts have you learned? Well, uh, is this what is this Chris's mole fact section? <laughs> Let's go um, to Chris's mole corner. Hi, Alex. Welcome to my mole hole. Um, no, they have a uh, they have toxin in their saliva which paralyzes earthworms, which means they can store them living. And what I, I really liked is that they can construct underground larders, so they can build underground. Holy underground. Shit. Yeah. Underground. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. What I was thinking is, what if the the building? There are two ways you could look at it. Do you know when you go into? Um, have you ever played uh, Rollercoast Tycoon Two? Yeah, where you build paths specifically too. Right? You get that. You get that sort of see through ground layer, and then you can see the underground. If yeah. the building was like that, that could be interesting. Or if the building was kind of Fallout Shelter ish, where yeah, you, know, you are constructing. Rooms that have purposes, like you know, a barracks, and maybe there's like a, I don't know, a breeding room. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. wow! It's a eugenics well, lab. <laughs> Come in to my breeding room. I was gonna make a really bad joke, but I'm not. Going to. It's alright. Uh, we can cut it. No, Alex. Oh, yeah, I'll absolutely um, cut it. <laughs> or something like that. Where, but then the thing is, with the underground view, if you're going into the forest and you've got the underground view, maybe it was a good idea to cut that joke. By the way, that was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> horribly insensitive. Um, if if maybe because you, you you can choose to travel underground, but it's slower, right? So you can choose to burrow through the forest, or you can go okay. above ground, but there are obviously predators around there as well, right? But when you're underground, you can obviously you have a, bu a a fog of war, but you might end up in like a burrow, which is like a rabbit in, and that could be bad for you, or some sort of trade, some sort of rabbit trade community you've bumped into, and you can now trade resources. What, what, what's the uh, rabbit to mole relations? 
Um, I'll I'll get back to you. <laughs> All right. Carry on with your chat. He's got he's got okay. back into mole corner. Yeah, I I like the idea of progressing forward either underground or above ground. Um, because again, you should have to do both, but there should be an advantage and disadvantage to to both, right? So mm-hmm. low ground, yeah. slow, and you're blind essentially. Above ground, faster, but, but you're still blind because <laughs> you're a mole. <laughs> Imagine you're not, but there are predators. Maybe you can burrow down, but. You know, you, you have no way back now, so you just always have to come up. So your roots sort of stay, and you build like yeah. a network. That's that what I would cool. suggest. That's after me ignoring everything anyone says because I was reading about moles. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you're lucky because it kind of kind of fit with the current idea. So these moles, they're like wearing clothes, right? Uh, why? I mean, they have to anthropomorph size. Are they are they m- more mole like or are they more like hands yeah, mole? Anthrop- are they because okay. when like, when you said are mellow, I'm like they're animals dressed up. I guess in my head they probably are dressed up. Actually, they don't have to be, but that could be another that could be another element to it. You know, having so like mechanic- wearing glasses, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you know, otherwise, what do their buildings look? If they're like real moles, their buildings just look like giant turds. Basically, is what. <laughs> They have That's to, if you true. want, like, yeah. fancy buildings. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what animal was it in Timberborn? Was it uh, beavers? beavers? It's beavers, yeah, in Timberborn. Man, that is such a good animal. The you got any beaver facts, Chris? <laughs> you don't want to know about my beaver facts, James. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can believe a massive wooden settlement built by beavers. Yeah, because moles, wood is a construction material. Yeah, exactly. Moles, fuck moles. And beavers, <laughs> one of the things they're known for is, is building. <laughs> exactly. Like like what's a mole bringing to the table? But that's the thing. If moles I bought this game, I would sabotage one. every run just so I can, you know, be happy with the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just have the moles murdered. Massacre yeah, of the moles. I feel like that could be kind of a good element of it. Is that they are they are a bit shit and they are a bit useless and they are they don't work together very well. So that could be part of it. Is that they, suddenly they're forced together. And that's another thing that you have to deal with. Sorry, I've just found a, 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 like a, a table of comparisons between rabbits and not just moles, but rodents in general. Right, and, okay. Um, rodents do have a baculum and rabbits don't have a baculum. What's a baculum? Now, what is a baculum? It's the penis bone. Oh. oh. <laughs> penis bone. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. can we work with can, that? Yeah. yeah can we, we work into that? Does <laughs> that fit into the breeding room somehow? Oh, I've got a broken dick. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're full circle, cock and balls. Hey. Cock and balls. <laughs> so, look, I, I, I really like, Tom, your general like, overview of it, of starting from one place and then getting to another and having to go through the forest until you've built up like a defence big enough to fight, to fight them off for good. Like, I yeah, think I think like that the, the work really construction well. deconstruction uh, thing could be kind of cool. Um, maybe when you first set off from your first place, there's only so much you can pack and carry with you. Um, mm. So you have to then sacrifice a few elements of your city. But if you've done enough scouting, you'll know that the next location doesn't support a particular type of building or a type of resource or whatever. So you can just be like, ah, fuck it, I can just get rid of that. That's fine. Um, and then in the next location, you start stronger than you did when you first started, so you're able to expand even further and maybe create more mole wagons to carry future <laughs> things. Uh, well, mole wagons could be like other creatures that you meet. Like That could be a, a certain kind of creature 
would, would be ones that might might help you or that you could enslave or do something, you know, so that you can enslave. carry more stuff. Yeah. I feel like you should be able to, you should be able to like be an enemy of the forest if you want to. I just, I just need to know what creature could a mole subdue. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe these are badges then. Maybe a that's vole? what it needs to be. How <laughs> low worms? in the food chain is mole and how is it not the very bottom? Uh, <laughs> Surely it well, can have a worm. a worm. A worm would be because, you know, it can paralyse it. I think a lot of worms could take a mole. Which you mean lots at once or lots of... One thing yeah. I do, one thing I did find in my uh, deep mole research yeah. is that when they go to eat earthworms, they pull them, they clamp them in their hands and pull them through and it squeezes out any dirt from the worm that the worm you know has what? eaten. That's kind of cute. I like moles now. <laughs> What's interesting like is that... they squeeze worms. No, I just, they're cla- clasping their tiny you little hands. You should see their little paws. They're adorable. They look like little bear paws. I should probably Google the one. Just Google ba- mole Badgers um, do also eat earthworms. So is it a battle over some earthworms? Oh, fuck that. Sorry, I just saw the star-nosed <laughs> mole. Yeah, so oh, no, well, I don't want to talk about the star-nosed mole. Is I don't it, want to play it, as a mole. It can in sleep. No, it was it. It can find. <laughs> it it can detect. It can detect something quicker than the human eye can. Great. So what, it detects so something. It through doesn't. It smell. I don't want it through its, yeah, its taste. Through its, quicker than its mandibles. The, the human Ugh. eye. That's disgusting. It's, it's fucking like gross, if, right? It's like if you, if you, if for people who want to try it at home, if you take your <laughs> the bottoms of your hands. Yeah, connect your wrists together. together and then put them in front of your nose. You look like a star mouth. mouth. That would go. save you from Googling. It kind of looks like the Demogorgon from Stranger <laughs> <Yeah>. Things. <laughs> what it does mean is that we've got a pre-built class system for all of our moles. So, you know, this one's going to be a better scout, maybe. because it That can, is a good scout, but also... You know, um, tentacle yeah, I, the place to death. I don't can know. we pick a different animal? Let's just pick mice. Mice. Well, surely, surely a, a a mole could have a mouse. If it wanted to. We surely have a mouse. Yeah, you mean like take a mouse or take one or have it as a like fight. a bride? What I'll just go and have a mouse. <laughs> Do whatever it wants. Beat the shit out of it. Mice are mice, you know. Yeah, mice are doing fine. their own thing. Moles. They've got star noses. It's fucking weird. Not all of them do. <laughs> just the star ones. Look, we've, we don't we're out of time to debate together. How good or bad moles are? Mice work together as well. They don't fucking kill each other. Do they? Like moles do. I don't know, probably. <laughs> Rats. You could have a rat king. Rat colony. Have, just a rat king. Have you ever seen have you seen a rat king? I've seen a rat well no, I've seen images of a rat king. Oh god. Oh no, that's also fucked. I don't want no no rats. <laughs> I can very much imagine some anth- anthropomorphized moles, uh, you know. Doing their building thing in the forest, great. Send the send the mole out, scout ahead. That's the path that you want your little trail of moles to take. Get deeper into the forest. All good. It it sounds nice, and and you know the magic along the way. Power up your moles. Get far seeing <laughs> moles when the they way. find the magic the carrot we, and the moles we met along the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, it, it does make sense. Chris, um, yeah, uh, I mean, again, I'll throw. Can a lot you of recap that. the game? <laughs> I can recap my version of it. Sure. Let's sure. see how close we are. Alex is moving into the, the the forest from a point. I in my one, you always have a base of operations, but you can spread out and make little like little townships. 
that could feed back to, but you need to have these pre-planned either tunnels that you build yourself underground or you go overground. There's the risk of predators. Twelve natural predators moles have: snakes, foxes, coyotes, weasels, skunks, badgers, owls, orcs, buzzards, blue herons, cats, and dogs. Orcs, <laughs> owls, and orcs? hawks. Sorry, oh, I said those hawks. very close together. Orcs. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably orcs too. I thought too. orcs were actually in, and like for some reason, a part of the entire world. I just didn't know about orcs are real, and I just didn't know. I just always thought they were fantasy. <laughs> I live in New Zealand. Um, yeah. So you you would you you would create these networks of towns to feed back to like the main town which yeah. you have to defend rather than move con- so you do have to move into the forest but you can as long as you're sending supplies back uh through like you know the routes that you choose to go through um but there's a cost for doing above there's a cost for doing below um okay and it's just gathering resources i don't know what resources moles use for currency worms mud Shit, uh, twigs, <laughs> leaves. Stones. I feel like having currency that you can trade pebbles. with other people in the forest. You know, that the different, different, different yeah. creatures in the forest need different things. That's that's the thing that enticed me was this whole you can build the relationships with the different uh, creatures of the forest, yeah. and you find out what they like. You can either choose to put that resource into your town, or you can spend it on trying to forge alliances and get them to join you. Yeah. Or- and maybe certain alliances are gonna, are gonna mean that you can't, like, you're gonna rule out having alliances with other kinds of creatures because they're at war with each other or they don't like each other. Mm. Um, I think there's, there could you be can a whole either be horrible factor. moles and just chop the fucking forest down and build loads of cool shit, I think or hard, you can hard. like become one with the forest. It'd be hard to be a good mole. <laughs> Fuck moles. You have a very horrible bias against moles. I just saw the star-faced one, and I don't like him at all now. Right. All right. Tom, <laughs> um, what if this I, I was just with badges instead? What? What's, what are yeah, your thoughts no, I love on the it. game? Wonderful. Hundred <laughs> percent. Really, really cool. Actually, um, I think. Um, I think in in terms of like that that uh, that uh, version of the game where it's settle and deconstruct and move and settle and deconstruct and move. Um, I think you've got that time pressure of I, I have to. Pack up all my shit and move again within X amount of days or whatever. Mm-hmm. In that time, I want to, you know, create uh, resource gatherers as quickly as I can. Maybe the local fauna and flora. You can you you know what's nearby and you know the requirements to get them on side. In that time, do you want to waste your time trying to do that instead? Yeah. Um, or not waste your time doing it. If you achieve it, great. They join you in the next city and carry on in your roving band of badgers um not moles um and i think that could be kind of cool like that constant threat right i have 10 days i need to do this 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 and this before i get to the next thing if i don't do that then maybe i have to survive a couple of days of fighting off these guys maybe you get really powerful early on and you're like actually i can survive some time like fending off these this horde yeah um, before i have to pack up and move again and um that will give you more time to get more resources from this one particular area that you might not have access to in the next place. Um, or even an ally that you're so close to getting, and you're like, if I just stay for one more day, they'll join me and I can carry on. Yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. And I think that could be kind of cool. It does mean there is an immediate end game to it and a, and a particular story and progression to it, which you might not want as a city builder, but it's more of a strategy game in this sense. Um, hmm. I think that could be cool. I think there is something there. 
Um, just as long as it's not fucking moles. It <laughs> moles. I'm, I'm happy to concede moles. I've learned so much about moles today and I don't like any of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I think, yeah, for me, the, that, uh, that progression feels really good. And like, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I think I'm totally happy for it to just have an end, like an end game. I suppose I was just worried that people naturally assume that it shouldn't because of the kind of game that it, that it is. But mm. I think, I it, think it, it is it's, different it's now. It's runs, really. It's, uh, each run is different because it is a roguelike. And uh, <laughs> each, each time you start, you can choose um, different perks and relics to go in with that completely augment the game. This time, your moles have glasses. It's cave blazers. No fog of war. <laughs> um. Um, all right, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that general flow of game like feels really cool to me. And feel, I feel like James, like I'm, I'm on in your camp in terms of for me, the thing that's exciting is the most exciting is just exploring and visit, like f- building these relationships with all the different like denizens of the forest, all the things that are in there, whether it's good or bad, and what you do to the forest, the impact that you have and how that affects your game later on. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, like, I'm sure other people have other ideas. If you're listening and you have other ideas and you would like to, maybe you've got some ideas of European folklore creatures that we can put in the forest. Well, maybe you <laughs> hate, never even got yeah, to that Maybe you point. hate moles and badgers uh, and you think it should maybe, be something yeah, else. Maybe, maybe find some kind of hard palette swap that uh, fits with the fact of the world but also sits nicely with the construction and roving element of this game. Uh, Where can they and tell can us land, uh, uh, They can tell us at please pod without any vowels on Twitter, or maybe in the reviews for the podcast, or maybe in my personal email. Yeah, email Tom. Yimmyamo at gmail.com. Nice. Man, don't email should, that. I don't know who that is. We should try and make that. I'll we'll check it quickly. Uh, um, yeah. Sorry, at gmail.com. You're about to get one email. So, um, <laughs> if yeah. we're lucky. If you like this, let us know. Let us know what you would do to it to make it better or different or how you would want to play it. Uh, and also, if you like listening to this podcast and do stuff that people who listen to podcasts and like them do, which is like what liking it, following it. Following up on Spotify and leaving comments. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, follow us all individually on Twitter. Don't email yimmyyammer at gmail.com. It is a real email, email address and it's not ours. <laughs> Have you just tested it? Uh, I just tested it. Um, nice. So they're about to get two emails. One off me and one off someone suggesting changes to our weird They Are Badgers game. <laughs> someone made a yimmyyammer email once, uh, once you first said it at the beginning of the year. Well, if, if so, thanks. Um, not it's the way you, to support Hugo us. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you can support us in other ways uh, than flooding the Gmail servers with redundant Gmail accounts <laughs> based on weird puns that we've made, oh, they've got uh, money. that'd be it's great. Um, look, That's true. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Uh, and until next time, well, g- goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> See ya. See goodbye. Ya. I'm going to go Bye. learn about moles. <laughs> How much more is there to learn about moles? Mole money, mole problems. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs>